So, it's January 22nd, 8pm, and it's Hot Podcast, <laughs> the most powerful podcast on the planet. Hello everybody, my name is Jersey, and I am here with my good friend, Magarino. That's me, I'm a full, fully-fledged Pokemon, hello. <laughs> And this is the Hot Podcast, where we talk about the garbage, and it's a good time. Speaking of good garbage, hey, my <laughs> trash can is overflowing right now. Um, how was your week? My week was mostly just, um, it was editing. Mm-hmm. My level designs for Slime Climb. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because as I told you, I um, I was sent a video on Twitter of the true Slime King speedrunning my game, bypassing many, many uh, level design features that I had intended for the player to, like, solve. But he just mm-hmm. kind of jumped over the whole level design and was like, Haha, fuck you. And um and I thought that's not that's not how I designed the game. So <laughs> I, I redid the levels and spaced everything out properly so no one can trivialize my art. <laughs> and uh I think I'm about like halfway through the overall game. Oh. And then, and then I'm going to optimize it for mobile devices as well. And then I'm going to call that a project. <laughs> So I, like, I can be like, put the on your phone, put it on your phone, play my game. That's it. It's right there. I like that. I like that a lot, Trucy. I like that you've set a goal for yourself and you're being very clear about what you're doing. Because having also worked on a, a game with friends, uh, you forget very quickly the actual scope of things. So I'm glad you're being so good about it. Oh yeah, especially because I'm making like a level-by-level platformer, and I'm like, I'm just gonna cap this at 10 levels, and then leave it alone. (laughs) Just let her live. I'm also thinking of commissioning Konjin, because um, he opened music commissions, so I figured it'd be pretty dope if I could commission like a short uh, game loop for my game to have sound. That would be... Amazing. Yeah. Pretty oh rad. God. Your credits can be like music from the Conjun. Oh, I know, right? The juiciest man alive. <laughs> also, I've been. Str- I've, okay. My my other thing is I've been struggling with my love of Pokemon. Mm-hmm. I have I have moments where I'm like. Do I even like Pokemon? Because I've been playing Pokemon since I could breathe. And it's like, every time I think about Pokemon, it's like, yeah, I guess. It's such a lukewarm, like, experience now, but I think it's just because I've literally played through every single generation at least three times. Mm -hmm. Like, Sword and Shield came out, and I, I like, I caught all the Pokemon in that, 
I did everything in that game. And I'm like, all right, this is good. I, I put it down and that's that's it. But I think I have I think Pokemon Go is like I think I like Pokemon Go more than Pokemon. If you know what that mm. if you know what that means. In that like it's more it it more encapsulates the sense of adventure and discovery than Pokemon mainline games do for me. I definitely understand and I, I'm gonna sympathize with that thought because frankly Pokemon Go is about actually getting up and going. Whereas yeah. the Pokemon mainline games are all the same. Yeah. Right? It's it's more intertwined with my daily life. Which I guess is kind of like part mm-hmm. of the design document, huh? Well, I mean, that's why Pokemon Go was such a huge success, was because it took everything Pokemon fans loved, i.e. the Pokemon and the designs and the fighting, etc., but it made it immersive because it was your Pokemon adventure. It wasn't anyone else's. There was no right or wrong. It was just get whatever Pokemon you want. There's a bunch of ways to do it. Trade them if you really need to, and fight everybody. And Buy them that was the Pokemon Black Market. <laughs> you could I'm do a... that too, yeah, yeah. GG. <laughs> Kijiji is, Kijiji. Kijiji is a Canadian Craigslist, by the way. Is Kijiji Canadian? Yes. Explicitly oh. Canadian. I straight up didn't know that. Well, alright, yeah. yeah. Canadian's Craigslist, I suppose. Exclusively Canadian. But uh, to go back to the Pokemon thing for a second, can I also <laughs> confide in you, since you were confiding in me about your, your mehness on Pokemon? Yeah. I have found in my adult life that if I have to choose between Pokemon and Digimon, I usually find myself saying Digimon, even though I have more of a history of Pokemon. Here's Mm -hmm. the reason. I don't really care about either. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I mean, Pokemon is, is fun. It's very cute. Like, collect all of them. And, you know, as a collector, I'm very much like, I need, I want, yes. But the games are always the same, and I don't care, because I'm the type of person who wants to min-max my stats for everything. So even though I've got a group of six Pokemon, I've collected every single one, and I want to get everyone to level 100, and then that becomes the game to me, and then that's fucking exhausting. Yeah. (laughs) Like, the story isn't strong enough to pull me back in, so then I just end up getting halfway through pretty much every game and going, ugh, (laughs) I'm so tired of this. Like, yeah, I just don't don't give me that option because I'm not going to play the game the way you want me to play. I am the Slime King. I break the game. <laughs> Have you played Black and White? No, we, we talked about this. You you offered to give me your copy. Oh, yes. And I was like, I'll just buy it. And I was like, I didn't buy it. Oops. Yeah, Black and White was like the outlier in that Pokemon just decided... We're gonna not do what we've been doing and give you an engaging story with character development and it's you're gonna cry and it's really good. It's phenomenal. And then after that game they were like, Alright, that's the only time we'll ever do that. Now back to the <laughs> garbage for the children. And that's kind of been their their whole thing ever since then. Like they did Gen 5 just for like here's for the 20 year olds in the audience. 
<laughs> and then they go back to catering exclusively to their like demographic of it's for kids and i'm an old ass fuck now so i i'll look at it and i'll be like yeah that's a pokemon sure but then digimon story cyber sleuth comes out and i play that game and that game is like digimon is the opposite of how pokemon is like sticks to it of how pokemon sticks to its guns and it's like we're just gonna address our the 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 child audience that's that's the people that love the pokemon the most but digimon's like hyper aware that everyone who likes digimon today is like 30 years old so they so basically the newest digimon game coming out is called digimon survive where um it's like a it's like a strategy game like grid based turn based like strategy and and you have to make decisions in this game and depending on the decision your character and their digimon might just fucking die oh my god like straight up die what, what the fuck <laughs> Meanwhile, in, like, Digimon Story Cyber Sleuth, which is a phenomenal game, if anyone likes JRPGs and Digimon, you don't even have to like Digimon, it's just a good-ass fucking game. They have, it's like your standard RPG fare, but then you'll get to a side quest, and it'll be, it'll be so amazingly written. It's, it's kind of like the, the writing, the, the design team thought, alright, what's the most, like, boring part of an rpg and it's doing writing out those side quests so they just put a bunch of money into the writing and the production for all the side quests and they're all so good so memorable like there's there's a side quest where you find this website that pops up and it basically lets people like buy their dream dream girl dolls and it's like you can buy this real lifelike human doll and it looks exactly like someone you know in real life oh and i'm like that's disturbing cool <laughs> so then you go there and you realize that like it's this it's like a digimon that's been like abducting girls and just oh. like yeah, it, it's it. it they're not afraid to just be like, yeah, some pretty fucked shit, right? Isn't the internet fucked up? <laughs> like, yeah, it it is, Digimon. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, there's there's just you that you find evil Digimon that just makes children brain dead and sells their lifeless bodies on the internets. And nice. That's what I'm looking for. I think that's dope as fuck. I think that shit's rad. I am gonna agree with you on that. That is wildly more... Uh, <laughs> like, it's just so much more aware of the audience, and not just the audience, but of the general demographic. Because even if somebody you know likes Digimon, and they gush about a game... You're more likely to pick up that. Like, I wasn't thinking about picking up Cyber Sleuth. Uh, re see my uh, don't give a fuck about either Pokemon or Digimon comment. However, 
hearing that makes me actually intrigued because your girl loves like RPGs. Yeah, all the side quests are like gold. Mm. You go to um, you go to a website for a boxing gym, and in the website, it is just full of Gaumon, and Gaumon is like a little blue dog with boxing gloves. Oh yeah, they're yeah. Just, they're just all boxer dogs, and they all live in the boxing site because that makes sense. They would. That's fucking cute as hell. I love this game. This game's amazing. That sounds really good. Fuck, that's my plug. Actually... <laughs> <laughs> that's my plug. Well, I guess in that sense, Digimon is never. Maybe that's not fair to say. Sorry, Digimon has the luxury of being able to do whatever they want to do based around what they feel will further the franchise or will keep their demographic, their uh, audience happy. Yeah. However, uh, Pokemon, I don't know if you know this, um, is Nintendo-based. <laughs> which is yeah. Nintendo's really been shitting the bed as of late. You can quote me on that. <laughs> I think that's an understatement. They've been really fucking the pooch. <laughs> I was also I was gonna say that one first, but I was like, I'll tone it down. I'll say shitting the bed. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> That's what it yeah, like there's been there's been no deviation in, yeah. in Pokemon. There's been no kind of like mature, I guess. Yeah, like, I don't think there's ever been a situation in Pokemon where, one, there have been high stakes, two, they've deviated from the actual uh, pattern they've set for themselves, and three, they have never looked at it as an actual, like, feasible franchise if it wasn't <laughs> directed towards children. Like, so long as they can market them as pretty, shiny, new then they don't mind going back and retconning everything that you might know. They don't mind going back and changing things uh, in post. It's all about what will sell. Digimon doesn't do that as hard. Like, obviously, they, they want to, but in my mind, it's always been more true to its uh, IP, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's... They, they certainly do have higher stakes. <laughs> yeah, go figure. Yeah, except for, like, they're... I think the only, I guess, mature thing I've ever witnessed in Digimon is, like, the Darkrai quest in Generation 4, uh, Diamond, Pearl, Platinum, where it's, like, this girl's, like, in perpetual, like, purgatory. Her soul's being tortured for eternity by Darkrai or something. Oh my god. God. You know, just good fun shit like that. Yeah, casual, no question. Thanks. <laughs> and then you catch Darkrai, and then it's like, oh, the girl say right? And then figure, and you realize she actually passed away in her sleep. She was the one that was harassing him the whole time. <gasps> you know, just surrounded by her friends and family, she slowly died oh while God. living a uh, Living a, a dreamlike state, constantly on the throes of madness. Buy Pokemon. Rated E for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Just a good time. 
Yeah. I mean, listen, I think that's a good time, frankly. Just a good fucking, just a good fucking time. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's it for my week. How 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 was your week, Maggie? Um that's a great question. I What did you do? That's a good question. To be honest, I forgot did what day it was today. Food? Did I eat a food? No, I actually, I've been avoiding. What? It's Friday. Oh, yes. Yes. (laughs) We record on Fridays. (laughs) I remember that much, okay? Um, (laughs) No, sorry. I was going to say, no, my stomach's been, like, not great, and I don't know what the fuck is going on with me. And I had this really horrible thought that I might have Crohn's, and then I was like, you're overreacting and crazy. Calm down. So uh, I've just been trying to cut out milk and and dairy from my diet and see if that's what it is. But we'll find out. We don't know. So I've just been avoiding good food lately. Or sorry, I should say any food because... uh, Um, You should eat food. uh, Well, sorry. When I eat food, it's like a spinach sandwich or like white rice with maybe mushrooms. It's not like... Ooh. No. Ooh. That sounds yummy. Well, I just really love mushrooms. <laughs> like I could eat them for so good. They're so I, good. I would just cut up some mushrooms and just steam them and just that's just it. That's good. They're the quality. Best. Sauteed They're mushrooms best. a lot. I like that it doesn't matter what you put with mushrooms, if it's like a liquid, they'll immediately absorb that. And it's like oh, it's yes. really good so good that's that's also um it's also an attribute that sea cucumbers and tofu have tofu is also very good i just can't buy tofu because i live with other people and if i can i vent for like three seconds (laughs) uh sure do you want me to cut this out uh that depends on how off i go but yeah okay cool go off queen (laughs) Um, in in other news, uh, the 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 game jam thing that I, I volunteer for that I can't name right now because I don't want to give too much away. Uh, they they have started meeting again to plan this year's event, and Ooh. your girl Heyo Me uh, will probably be doing more more streaming stuff this year. So I'll probably be on camera more, and that's super fun. Streaming, yeah. Where can they find you? Uh, I can't name it. <laughs> Twitch.tv slash Mr. Treefingers. Oh, yeah, yeah. You can find that's my personal channel, but I won't be streaming on my oh. personal channel. <laughs> yeah, okay. that's. Okay, Sorry. never mind then. Um... I'll cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Whoops. but also that, that job that we had both applied for that uh, I told you my friend got. Yeah. So Colin yeah. is actually the person. I'm so sorry. I'm so um, Still sad about that. You don't gotta tell me twice. <laughs> Colin came on the thing, and we were all catching up. Like, hey, what have you been up to? And then, like, are you good to help this year? And Colin goes, I just got a new job with this place as this thing. And I was like, Are you fucking serious? I like, I like head desked. I went straight from from sitting position to full turtle. And my webcam fell, and it disconnected my Discord. Like I was so distraught. 
And then when I everything clicked back up, I had to be like, oh my God, congratulations. You deserve it. Because he, truthfully, Trucy, he did, he does all of the uh, audio visual stuff for his company. It's like a small company he works for. I don't know what the fucking name is. As well as all of the audio visual for the, for the organization that we do every year. He runs like several different servers and he's done PR for like several years. So he was like, yeah, I got it. I was like, yeah, that makes sense. Fuck. Heck. Yeah. But he's such a sweetie and he, he likes to make tabletop games. Like, have you heard of boy problems? I have not heard of boy problems. It's a, it's a tabletop role-playing game based around Carly Rae Jepsen. Set oh. in the future. <laughs> it's oh. very fun. My god. Boyproblems.ca. Yeah, that's a lot. Carly Ray Jepsen inspired cyberpunk heist tabletop RPG. What the fuck? It's really, really, really fun. That sounds so dope. It is. Um last year for the oh event we got to play a live stream, and my character's name was Cyan Milkman. And um, <laughs> it was really fun because as a joke, I was like, you're going to find out why they call me the milkman. And everyone was like, what <laughs> the fuck does that mean? And then as we played through the game, we had like a whole intermission because it was a long fucking game. By the end of the stream, they were like, but wait, why do they call you the milkman? And I fucked up, Trucy. I told them I didn't know. <laughs> I should have had something oh perfect lined up. <laughs> it was so good. They were talking about doing another session this year, and I was like, I have to, re I have to revive myself. I have to, I gotta fix this, <laughs> right this wrong. Oh my god, this is like amazing. It's it's super 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 good. I super recommend. We can all play together sometime. Oh my god, how do? Oh. <sighs> <sighs> I I I hate that like my brain is so good and weird but also like it cannot make game idea that is interesting. Honestly, this is like I think it is so rewarding cuz same. I have been trying to write <laughs> a comic for 7000 years and I have been trying to write a cute little RPG task completing game for like probably since I started at GBC and wow I have never been able to complete them move them forward because I was like I really want to do them and then I always get way too into one specific detail and it always fucks up but like this past while I've been working with my friend Josh on stuff and now we're working on a new game and we've been working on this game since probably last year like probably like christmas and now just now we're actually getting to a decent okay storyline after so many fucking meetings after how many fucking times we've had to talk these things out like we are we are not smart people <laughs> it's been so hard only now do we have something that's like this is kind of fun let's go with this so the fact wow. that you're doing it alone i mean big ups Wow. Making shit is hard. It is. So hard to make a thing. 
Okay, one day we'll be able to do it. And you have your entire life ahead of you, because you are young as fuck. I am 10 years old. You are the smallest baby that ever babied. Uh, is that um is okay is that your week yeah that's my week holy shit what a fun episode this one will be i'm so sorry (laughs) please cut anything out like everything i I will i I, I, I will (laughs) okay Uh, all right do you want to take a break <laughs> so, <laughs> do you need a minute? I'm so sorry. I just start turning into a corn cob. <laughs> Why a corn cob? <laughs> what the fuck? Why? Is there a reason? No, it's just. Okay. <laughs> That's good. I like that. That's very good. <laughs> okay. Um. Anyways, <laughs> I'm trying to pick the ball back up, I know, but my shoes are banana peels, and it's just. <laughs> Slipping on my massive ass. Okay, okay. We'll we'll go into the news now. But I just wanted to All mention right. that I had a nice glass of water, and mm-hmm. okay, I was having dinner the other day, and I had steak, and it was great. Nice, and nice. I I refilled my water and I put it down, and then as I turned around to sit in the couch. I smashed the little, like, mini table with my giant, dummy, thick ass spilling the water everywhere. And I'm like, how did that even happen? (laughs) And Louise turns to me and goes, Hun, you're just, you're just too dummy thick. Oh my god. My ass is actively sabotaging my life. <laughs> I hate. I hate it so much. It's gonna Why? be the first thing I comment on when I see you in person next. I'm gonna be like, yeah, oh my I'm... god, Trucy? Yeah, I'll just start twerking. <laughs> I'll like I'll, I'll wear I'll wear yoga pants and like I'll make sure that when you see me for the first time again, I'll like I'll be like against the wall. Oh my god. So you'll get the full, full view. Too powerful. <laughs> I'm gonna like round the corner talking to Ashley because we met up at one of the stations. And then all I like I look over and you're like against the wall and I'm like, oh no. And there's just like one butt bounce and then we all just like collapse, like, no, it's too powerful. <laughs> one butt bounce. <laughs> It's also the first time in my life that I've had stretch marks. And they're, oh like, God. very stimmy, because I can, like, put my fingies, like, real deep in them. And I'm like, this is nice. This is a good feeling. I mean, to be fair, I fucking hate my stretch marks. <laughs> hey yo, Actually, you know what? That's not fair. I used to hate them a lot. And now cool. I'm more like, 
I like scars. I like markings on the body. So I've come to Yeah. Like... I think that shit's dope as fuck. Hmm. Alright, so our first news topic that I very much hmm. wanted to cover is um on Gematsu. So Yoko Taro and Yosuke Saito working on two new titles. And for those of you who don't know, uh, Yoko Taro is the is the lead designer for the Nier games. So he's known for producing heart-wrenching narratives. But, well, and Yosuke Saito is the composer, I, I think, from Square Enix. And they basically became BFFs during the creation of Nier Automata. And according to Saito, he received a proposal from Taro to make a certain game about a year ago, but rejected the idea as he strongly felt he would never want to make such a game. Oh my god! Taro was determined and tried to convince Saito with an hour-long presentation. Oh my god. So imagine going like, Hey Maggie, wouldn't it be cool if we made like, if we made this like feature length film about an eggplant that slowly realizes his homosexuality? And you're like, that's fucking stupid. (laughs) And then you come into work the next day and I'm there and I call you into my office and I'm, I'm, I'm the CEO, obviously. You come into my office, obviously, and you're like, "What is it, Tracy?" And you look, walk into the the office, and and I just have a giant PowerPoint presentation, and I sit you down, and it's a fucking hour. <laughs> <laughs> you like a- place a hand on the table, and you're like, "Listen, it's gonna take up the majority <laughs> of your afternoon. Have a seat." And then the chair is an eggplant beanbag, and I'm like, "Wait a minute, <laughs> please have a seat." <laughs> While he he was not easy to convince, Saito accepted Yoko Taro's proposal as a result. And yeah, what the fuck do you say to that? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're trapped in a sweaty office for an hour and you're like, holy shit, how long did they take to put this together? What the fuck? Yeah, the development of the game was decided. However, However, even now, one year later into development, Saito admits he is less than enthusiastic about it, stating, oh if I could quit, I would. Oh my, god. <laughs> oh my fucking god. <laughs> my okay, favorite. I... That is... First off, I'm so sorry. That is amazing. That's, that's true friendship. It, that's... it really is. <laughs> that's chaotic as hell. Just like being so dragged along. <laughs> it's like you can you can really tell that like he is doing this only because he's friends with yoko taro it's like if you were any other person i would tell you to go fuck yourself and die (laughs) well yeah especially with the comment i would quit they do it's so wholesome that's so funny like that's quite literally just somebody like gushing about how passionate they are for something and then just like looking over to their friend for feedback and they're just like oh shut up <laughs> please leave me alone yeah. like he hates it and there was a there yeah. was a documentary 
recorded for for Yoko Taro uh, on this like documentary series called Toko Toko, and <gasps> it was just it was just it's just like a very uh, daily life kind of very chill documentary thing where they basically just go through like their regular days, and Yoko Taro and Yosuke Saito just like they go to a Japanese barbecue place. And like Yogutaro like makes fun of Yosuke because he's bad with women, and it's just like oh a nice—it's just a nice bro time. So it's like, yeah, this would happen. This is a scenario that would play out with these two personalities. I really, I, I really love this. I don't even know what to say. So I cute. just, I, I adore the idea that. These two who made near, which was absolutely like heart wrenching, just the saddest, <laughs> most devastating thing. And he said he's not interested at all in making this kind of game. So all I yeah. can tell is that like if it's if it's gotta be like the complete opposite to like a beautiful narrative with a with a passionate story. So like Candy Crush, but with cat <laughs> faces. <laughs> like yeah. this is where I'm going in my mind. Like I don't know what to tell you here. Yeah, the total opposite in direction. I don't know and what depth do. and writing. <laughs> and quality. Oh my god, it's gonna be it's gonna be one of those fucking like ridiculous over the top like gal gun games. Yeah, but it's ultimately like a criticism of like capitalistic structures. And um and then and the epilogue tackles the entropy of the universe. Oh my god! But all as told through the uh, the soft helpings of huge cartoon mice. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! It's a full furry game. Done. <laughs> That's it. And Yosuke Saito was confirmed to hate furries. <laughs> that was the but... issue. He just said, "Ugh, furries! Yikes!" Oh my god. Okay, have you? Okay, so Yoko Taro is like he's known for all only wearing this giant, like head mask. Mm. It's the here. I'll send you. A, I'll send. I'll send you a picture right now. I mean, is it not just the one from the article? It's <laughs> yes. It's not it just Emil's head. It is actually. It's just Emil's head. It's the big yeah. Emil head. So what if he took off the head, and it was just a furry head inside? <laughs> what if you, what if that's the real secret? Oh my god. What a hero. What a hero. A fucking I can't champion. believe this whole time. Well now now I'm gonna play near with a whole different light. <laughs> Nintendo is dealing with yet another Joy-Con class action lawsuit. <laughs> this is on Destructoid. So, and I can also attest to this, because as I tweeted a night ago, my fucking Switch Pro Controller, which I love so dearly, has started to drift. And I play, com I, I play competitive rivals of Ether. So, like, I need my controller to be flawless. But I didn't. I didn't realize it was the same issue with the pro controller. I thought it was just, uh, just the, the just the Joy Cons. Yeah, I didn't think so either. Oh my god. Yeah, so that's a fun discovery. I hate it. Yeah. Uh, let's see. 
Yeah, Nintendo has been hit with multiple class action lawsuits in the past several years, a few of which started in earnest shortly after launch. Now we can add another one to that pile. Filed on January 15th of this year, Canadian law firm Lambert Avocat Incorporated is currently applying to bring this class action to a Quebec Superior Court. And yeah, the main argument is basically exactly what you expect. It's just it's just you <laughs> you you would you would assume that when you spend a few hundred dollars into buying this thing, you would expect the thing to work. <laughs> I mean, that's, okay. That's it. I well, I am 100% with you. I could totally be talking out of my ass. I just I think my issue is that I never expect anything from motion controls. So the fact that they worked at all, I was like, what the fuck is this miracle of Earth? And then when they started like announcing, oh, Joy-Con's drift, I was like, that's to be expected. That's just because I'm a horrible cynic, but like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, But okay, sorry, I guess on that same note, did the Wii controllers have any kind of drift? No, they were flawless. So yeah, do you think they would know how to do this shit? You're right. And the Wii like, most Wii controllers, you could plug into, like, other additional attachments. So, like, why did they go backwards for this specific thing? I guess I overwrit my entire argument. <laughs> it's it's so jank, because, like, I've been playing on Nintendo systems for basically my whole life, and their build quality has been nothing short of perfect. Like, yeah. Like, you would really need to live through a, a nuclear bombing. To have any of your systems like be damaged to the point where they like where they don't work, but it's like one month after having a switch, and the Joy Cons start drifting to the point where like gameplay is impossible. And then I see articles of Nintendo going like, "Yeah, we don't think Joy Con drift is like a problem, really." So hopefully they'll change their opinion now that they're getting hit with several class action lawsuits. Because well, fuck that. That's the only way really to get Nintendo's attention, right? Is to harm their pockets in any which way. Even if it's not actually harming their pocket. Like you could whisper into the void, I'm taking money from Nintendo and they'll like find you. <laughs> no, they'll they'll send their they'll send their men in black or men in red actually. Oh my god, men in red. <laughs> and they're all just like big Italian men. <laughs> with the, with the M. The M badge oh, on their hats. Giant bushy good. mustaches. Oh my god. Okay, hold on. Here's the real question. If it's yeah. specifically about Switch, is it is it one man in red and one man in blue? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, <laughs> and they have a black one with a screen. Oh, nice. <laughs> he walks he oh, he's wearing like those super like high res visor sunglasses and he like walks up to you and he's like talk. <laughs> and you're like oh. <laughs> oh no, not the Illumin Nintendo. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> not again. This is what happens when you try to make a fan game. The Illumin <laughs> Nintendo comes in and they cancel your shit. It's it's very hard and very soul-crushing to be a Nintendo fan. 
Yeah. Like, I love these guys. Like, I love Nintendo. But, like, this is the first time where I use the thing, and I don't even use it, like, in a crazy way. I just use it like a normal person. And it's just like, nah, nah, I'm just not going to work anymore. Fuck you. If you want another controller, yeah, it's going to be about, like, yeah, $80 plus tax. Go fuck yourself. Like, what? what is that? It's like they it's like it just became a different company over the span of one console launch. I think that's why Reggie left. Oh uh, yeah. He's like, fuck <laughs> this shit once he saw the Joy-Con drift. Just he was like, I enjoyed this company because it meant love. Ohana meant family. Oh um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and um this this next one is CD Projekt Red. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> CD Projekt Red to defend against second Cyberpunk 2077 class action lawsuit. <laughs> I feel so bad for, like, I... any person who worked on that game. You know what? I I also feel so terrible for all of the people who had to suffer through crunch and all this additional shit and ended up with this fucking mess. But like. You know what is really 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 good. About the situation. What is really good. It is such a. Perfect example. To be used. In spite of crunch. Yeah. Oh oh like, yeah. We can come to this for years. Like this and Hades are two. Perfect arguments. For why crunch oh. doesn't work. Oh yeah, I just think it's wild because they, they they both came out. Uh, maybe Hades came out way way early, not way early, but like it came out before CD Projekt Red. But in terms of like how long production had been on both of them, I think Cyberpunk was actually longer. Oh, absolutely. So for me to look at that and be like, "Hey, yikes!" Like that's such a yeah. good. Thing for me to be able to be like, oh, you want to know why crunch doesn't work? Is that right? Here you go. Unionize game developers. Um, I'm sorry to anybody who worked on, on Cyberpunk 2077. Yeah, right. Our hearts are with you. <laughs> like, you put all your blood, sweat, and tears into this art, and then management is like, oh, we gotta push that shit for Christmas sales. Who cares if it's busted and don't work? Fuck your art is basically what they're saying. Oh yeah. I think they deserve all of the all of the lawsuits that they get. Yeah, I hope it's I hope it's just the business team that has to like suffer. Like the people yeah. who push as hard as they did, I I hope they are the ones who suffer and not so much the actual devs. Mind you, they are absolutely getting the shit end of the stick here. Oh, they but, are. Like, like absolutely they are and it's so unfair. Yeah. It's like Especially because, yes, yeah, seven-year development cycle, and the and the, Jesus fucking Christ, and the developers were literally like, "Hey, don't do that thing that you're going to do at management, because it'll ruin everything." <laughs> and management is like, "Nah, fam, you don't even know what you're talking about." And then they do it, and everything's awful, and it's like, "Great, now the developers have to catch flack for this thing that like they told management wasn't going to work." 
Mm-hmm. Like, God. Meanwhile, at Supergiant Games, with man- mandatory vacation and no crunch mm-hmm. ever, we have the good timeline. <laughs> we have the good timeline. <laughs> I do like that. I like that. We're experiencing the galaxy in two different situations. Uh, I hate that shit so much. Like, it's not ideal. Makes me definitely feel the bad time garbage in my tum. Yeah, hot take of crunch not being the best thing. Hot take. Hot take. <laughs> Spicy, flaming like, hot take. I don't mean to sound, um, you know, controversial, but like maybe don't overwork your staff eighty-hour weeks. <laughs> <laughs> like, God. yikes. Fucking game development. Ugh. Why did we choose this field? I love game development. I will just I, I will just keep on making freeware stuff until I die. <laughs> Fair enough. I feel the same way. Uh... Alright. <laughs> and the last article I've put down, which is the best one. It's truthfully the one I've been following is... the closest. <laughs> Bernie Sanders' mittens are now an extremely powerful magic <laughs> item in D&D. Uh, the mittens of redistribution. Yes. Which is the <laughs> fucking best name I have ever fucking heard. Like, what? <laughs> Way to be clever, motherfucker. Like, that's so good. It's, it's, the, it's the best. When the cold winds blow and changes in the air, one must grasp and hold on tight to the ideals of the greater good. Those ideals are knitted into the fabric of these mittens and deliver boons to all within the party. <laughs> Redistribution of wealth is the key feature. <laughs> a player simply passes their mittened hands over a piece of unwanted gear and the item is instantly converted into gold coins equal to its fair market value and shared evenly among party members. There's also um oh there's also secondary feature. Lending a hand can grant plus five against cold attacks, grant plus three to charisma checks when outside of combat, seize the means of production, giving plus five <laughs> on all grapple and climbing checks, provide universal health care, <laughs> granting every <laughs> member of the party one use of the healing word spell. And I love grant- it. And grant advantage in offensive roles against chaotic evil creatures. <laughs> oh, it's so good! It's perfect. It's my. <laughs> it's everything that Bernie Sanders stands for. Okay, it's my favorite fucking it's, thing. It's literally perfection. Like, I love it so much. On that, oh sorry, on the note of Bernie Sanders, did you hear that the person who made his uh his mittens was just like a a mother in, I believe it's. Essex County, Louisiana. Um, yeah, and she just like I guess she gifted them to him when he was going for his campaign trail, and now she's been getting because he's so vocal about where he got them from. He just wants everyone <laughs> to know. And he's so like credit the going, artist. Yeah, <laughs> he's just been going off about it, and like I guess uh, she's been getting just mail after like letters after letters, just being like, "Please knit me mittens. I would love to have a pair of Bernie Sanders mittens." And she had to publicly come out in a statement that I think was retweeted by somebody in the Democratic Party. But they were like, 
I am a mother. I work a full-time job, and then I have to take care of my children. I don't have time to make everybody mittens. I'm sorry. And, like, I just thought that was hilarious. It was so good. It's like, yeah, you know what? Somebody who supports Bernie Sanders this hard is 100% working a full-time job, taking care of her family, doing everything in her power. Like, I just, <laughs> it was so good. Yeah. What a fucking hero. I know. An absolute Chad. I know, but you've seen the memes of him too, right? Like, he's such a soft, frail old man. He is the softest, and I think that adds to his appeal. Yeah, that's fair. If all politicians, uh, if they campaigned wearing oversized coats and, like, big mittens, <laughs> I think I'd be way more interested in politics. If all politicians were just soft dads and uncles. Yes. This is like, the America Aww. we want to see. It is. It's the dadification <laughs> of America. <laughs> the United States of dad. <laughs> the United Dads of America. United Dads of America. Oh my god. Why do I feel like that's security? <laughs> Uh, so that's all the news for this week yeah. that I have. Do you have any um? Do you have any hot topics to cover? I mean, aside from political stuff, uh, not even Canadian political stuff. Like you think I would pay attention to Canada news? I don't. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. I I mean, like, hey, let's let's do a let's do just a soft small. Congratulations to all of our American listeners, if we have any. Like, oh, Joe God, Biden yeah. was sworn in as president. Kamala Harris is the new vice president. The first female, black, South Asian vice president yeah. the American ever had. So, uh, I mean, <laughs> hopefully we have less fire over on that part of the wall. <sighs> oh, yeah, the wall. When are we going to take <laughs> that shit down? Fucking wild. I'm so stupid. Yeah. Sorry. Well, people don't really know about Canada in general, but <laughs> it doesn't exist. Just, just to make sure that everyone knows our our wonderful and handsome Prime Minister, Justin Trudeau. Let's never I forget. Guess. Let's never forget is mm -hmm. a massive fan of blackface. <sighs> He, yeah. loves, he loves to blackface. <laughs> he is a he is a serial black and brown facer. Yeah. He loves it. Yeah, I'm not I'm not a fan of this prime minister. I gotta be like from what I have learned about Canadian politics in my time here. Um, he's done fuck all except like performative politics, mm -hmm. and like that doesn't help anybody. That's bad news bears and you're absolutely right it's especially bad now because of the whole state of the union sorry the state of our our union our country <laughs> and this pandemic it's like it's just hard to watch because everything every time there's a fucking public address it's like we are doing our best to accommodate for all canadians be strong during these times and i'm like bitch the fuck <laughs> like Christ, it's just, you would think that there would be more in terms of, 
I don't want to say relief because I feel like they're doing a lot in terms of relief. Like, but in terms of maintaining and containing the spread of these fucking numbers, like, is it yeah. cool if they were in Ontario? Like, can we? Can I say that? Oh yeah. So in Ontario, our wonderful premier Doug Ford, as I have been reminded, not Rob Ford, R.I.P. Um, he, every fucking thing he does is like, oh. I swear it's not going to be a lockdown. I hate lockdowns. I hate lockdowns just like you hate lockdowns. But then he fucking doesn't do anything to actually perpetuate these strict guidelines he puts forth. And then you see shitheads in Brampton or fucking Toronto having gatherings of hundreds of people. And they're like, what do you mean COVID spread? We had no idea. It's like, what? Who in the fuck? But then the police are like blind to those things, but they'll stop people on the fucking drive home here being like, excuse me, where were you going? Bitch, my brother's an essential worker. Who are you? Like, <laughs> it's just uh, maddening to me. Oh, yeah. Especially when you hear about how like parliament officials are just making trips. And it's yeah. like, that's not allowed. You can't, you Holy can't do that, shit. bud. Can't, you Who can't just it? go out for a rip, bud. <laughs> go for a rip. Uh, <laughs> um, unless it's a rip of this fat joint. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've done the weed. That's not the sound it makes, I know. Um, <laughs> Ever gonna slurp of the weed? <laughs> <laughs> Slurping that ganja, you know. <laughs> oh. uh, no. <laughs> Imagine you're like, yo, can I get a hit of that? And they hand it to you, and it's like soggy and like wet. Oh, no, <laughs> no. So sorry. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm deeply sorry. Not not. I'm also deeply upset. As an essential worker, as well, I'm just like, why are people like, why are you outside? Why the fuck are why the what? fuck are you outside? What are you doing? And it's like Toronto will be Toronto, Toronto, the city that we live in, mm. will be like, all right, we have declared a state of emergency. And I'm like, oh, okay. Does does this mean that you you will enforce uh, stricter guidelines for social distancing for containing the spread? They're like, no. We'll just say that we're on state of emergency, and you know. Not do anything. So, like, great. Thanks, Toronto. It Thanks. boggles me. Because when they first announced everything, like, it wasn't... I don't even know if it was proper lockdowns, but they had closed businesses. They said, unless it is essential businesses, they will not be open. So that was, like, grocery stores, banks, I believe, like, gas stations. But truthfully, a lot of other places were closed. Like, retail stores, malls were closed. Yep. And then with this new rollout of stuff, I don't know how or when along the way, they were like, reopen the stores, the economy is suffering. It's like, your people are dying. Our numbers are record high. And they're just like, eh, so Lucy wants to go into Forever 21. You know how it goes. And I'm like, no, motherfucker. First off, Forever 21 closed down last year. And secondly, um, like, no, my god. And this fucking new rollout, they were like, okay, 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 okay. Business is open, but 8pm close? And everybody lost their fucking mind. Like, um, my boyfriend works at a liquor store, and they're considered, uh, uh, sorry, they are considered an essential service. And because mm -hmm. they are considered such, 
they have had to stay open ridiculous hours this whole time and people don't understand that they were going to stay open so they were clamoring by the thousands that's not fair that's an exaggeration to get to these stores so they could just ruin their shelves and it's ridiculous to me that they put out these new things and people are like 8 p.m closure what will we do it's like you work from home most people finish work at five or six why are you clamoring to the liquor store at 7.59 and demanding that you come in so that you might purchase your seventh bottle of black label scotch like you don't need it oh yeah oh oh yeah i live i live next to uh to an lcbo and it is lines every day like why but just it, are you is this a joke yeah. uh did you also hear about how the um about how gamestop is basically making its uh okay so chapter one of the gamestop covid saga was oh was um demanding that games are an essential business so that they can stay open and sell Animal Crossing New Horizons and Doom Eternal uh, while so while not providing any sanitation products for their stores and just going like yeah you know just 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 be clean about it not doing anything for the workers like endangering their lives because oh Animal Crossing numbers I guess wow and the most recent chapter of it being so because postal services are more congested than usual because of the covid we will have our own gamestop employees um delivering your packages by themselves no oh buddy i couldn't be lying about this if I try. Absolute <laughs> fuck. Are you for real? Oh yeah. We gotta stop GameStop. <laughs> stop GameStop. Hashtag trended. We gotta stop GameStop. And it's like... Hey Reggie, are you still working there? Because like... That doesn't sound pretty good for you, bud. Doesn't sound very... uh. Doesn't sound like Nintendo's core family values. You know, all this time, we thought like Reggie Rock. <laughs> we thought he was cool, but he actually was condoning the whole thing. Yeah, we thought we thought Reggie rocked, but he was actually Reggie Eyes. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh my god! That's a deep cut. Reference. I don't. Think so. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, so that's um I guess that's the last bit of fun fun happy happy utopian news for us to share drinks um, over and cry. Yeah, that's Oh good, damn it, I was gonna make time. myself a screwdriver. A screwdriver? Yeah, like vodka and orange juice. Oh hell yeah. I was like, I'm gonna come home from dropping off the kid and have a drink, and then I forgot completely. Oh no! The night is young. Well, it's fine. Yeah, the night's it's it's the night is young. 
And uh, I think that's a that's a podcast. Thanks. So. Oh wait, have you been watching any of the new anime that's come out? Oh my god, I um, I watched Gamers. What? What is Gamers? I've not heard of this one. It's a rom com where <gasps> a where the flawless president of the gaming club um asks the friendless loser amano to join the game club and he turns her down because everyone's too hardcore and he just likes playing games for the fun and then she uh rom-com hijinks ensue as she tries to get his love because she is a hardcore pro gamer and he is a casual and i think the first couple episodes are very good at tackling the the mentality of what being a gamer is there's also the perspective from like a freeware game developer and also there's a normie and i think the show is good in the first few episodes and then it gets really garbage and infuriating to watch and then the last episode is amazing <laughs> that's it that sounds great <laughs> that sounds it's, like a really good time it's because it's because you're learning the characters and you're like all right this is rad and then the rom-com part happens and like they're in high school so they're all incompetent children that can't talk to each other and they're gamers so they're extra bad at talking to each other. And then Perfect. the last and then the oops and the last episode happens where they go to the hot springs and the token normie of the group basically asks all of them, "Hey, why are games so expensive?" And also I see people playing games and they don't even look like they're having fun. Why would you do that to yourself? What's DLC? You mean they charge you $60 up front and they still don't give you the entire game? What's wrong with you people? And it's just oh my God. scathing criticism of the video game industry. That's amazing. And it's, it's really good because she just roasts them for the entire episode. And I'm like, thank you. This is good. And, the final episode? <laughs> yeah, that's the final episode. <laughs> and that roast could only work like knowing these characters and having their profiles like built up through the episode so i think that's good payoff but wow the middle of that show fucking sucks it's just it's just infuriating it's like it's like just just say the thing to the girl and he he does he doesn't do the thing and i guess you could say yeah trucy but this is just rom-coms what do you expect no, there are rom coms that are better than that. I, Sorry, I, I think. I think. I don't I don't do this a whole lot. But it's just <laughs> like just just say the thing to the woman, you fucking baby. So um, that's a that's a good show. It's good, it's good. It's good. It's a good one. I think you might like this one. It is a rom com, but the idea is that uh from the very, very beginning, you are uh Sorry, so the this guy meets this girl, she does something nice for him, and then he's immediately hit by a bus. <laughs> and, like, she's um... his life. And then immediately, like, second or first episode, they get married. And the, <laughs> the entire premise of this rom-com is that you are trying to, like, 
learn their relationship through their actual marriage, but they're also vanilla the whole time. And it's like super wholesome, precious. Like, it's actually just fun to watch. It's, it's just very cute. Like, it's one of the first rom-coms I've seen. And I didn't watch it fully. Like, my brother watched it. He was like, you need to see some of this. And just absolutely adored it. I watched a couple episodes with him, and it was just, it was just nice. It was like cute, wholesome rom-com. And I was like, what the fuck? This is so cute. Oh, hell yeah. Let me fucking find this shit, though, because I forgot the name. Uh, give me a second. You know how it is. I know how it is. That that dial-up internet, am I right? <laughs> God. Just, I have to remember all of his fucking passwords to things, and that is so frustrating. He changes it all the fucking time. He just thinks it's fun. He's like, hey, Maggie, guess what? And I'm like, oh, you changed all of your passwords again? Are you logging in a Crunchyroll? Is that what you're doing? I was trying. <laughs> oh my god. Actually, let me just fucking Google the anime. Give me a second. <laughs> um, that'll do it. That'll be the one. Alright. Alright, cool. So, also... <laughs> Sorry, this is this is not the same thing. Um, but have you ever watched At Time I Was Reincarnated as a Slime? I haven't. Okay. Please. I was told I would enjoy it though. You would you would love it so fucking much. The <laughs> premise is that you, it's an isekai, so he dies, wakes up in another world. Yeah. As a slime. And he continuously gains powers based off of things he eats. So okay. he gains sight by eating an animal. He gains like appraisal skills by doing all this stuff. And like as it continues, it becomes basically the same as like a, a town builder. One of those MMOs where you build up your resources and you see things slowly progress. It That's is pretty rad. It's so rad. The fights are actually amazing. Um, oh, there are fights. Yes. Oh. Sorry. Hmm. It's really good. There's a lot of like there's there's fights, but it's also not anything too much. It's super <sighs> Sorry. It is super fun. It, the payoff is so rewarding. And the characters are genuinely really likable. Like, it's, wow. it's just so worth it. It's so worth it. Like, season two just started. I watched two episodes with my brother. And I fell so hard back in love with it. I was like, I missed this. It was like coming home. Oh, wow. It was, it was so like nice. My, it was like mother's fresh borscht. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly <laughs> correct. <laughs> Oh, also, sorry, the anime I was talking about is called Tonikawa. It's okay, alright. Very good. Okay. Um, I might yeah, check it out. I recommend those two, honestly. And Dr. Stone, if you haven't if you haven't watched Dr. Oh, Stone. Oh, yeah. I've heard good things about that one. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I know. I, I, I know. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's Dr. Stone and that time I was reincarnated as a slime. And those are my two for this season. Like, I'm trying to watch other things, but I just don't care about anything else. 
so I good. just don't give a shit. Well, how can I? They, sorry, they raised the bar so high. Because slime is all about like this lighthearted fun thing. Like you care about the characters, you're invested in the story, you want to see how it like you wanna see how the town and the people level up. Because it feels like that. Yeah. Up. But then with Dr. Stone, it's about reinvention. So you're going through <laughs> what he has to do in order to like recreate. And this first season of season two, they did this gorgeous thing. It was the best first season, or sorry, the best second season, first episode I've ever seen in my life where they reintroduced you to the format of the show. They reintroduced you to the characters. They reintroduced you to the struggle that this entire season was going to take place. They did it all so organically that like, I watched the show, sorry, I watched the episode and went, I want to rewatch the whole show. I, I wow. want more. It was so good. It's pretty lofty praise. Listen, it has all of my praise. If you watch it and you don't love it, then you can, you can, Tell me, I will. I will walk to your house from where I live. <laughs> I will come. I will come to your house, and you can strike me down. <laughs> exactly. I will make it <laughs> as convenient for you as possible to beat me. <laughs> oh my god! Holy shit! All right. Well, that's um. That's for that. Is that is that like? Should we just start doing like an anime wrap up? For I'm... every. Well, it's just because it's back on now, and I, I just really want to gush about it. <laughs> it's relevant now. I know that's the thing. I think we've been ending all of our episodes with like anime explosions, anyways. It's so my fault. It's because this is no, it's good. That's it's like it's my open. But that's like that's it's the thing I do when I'm because even if I'm like sad, even if I'm like I'm not getting out of bed today, it's very much like but I can watch this episode of Doctor Stone because it's new. <laughs> I can watch the animes. I can always watch the anime. Also, my laptop is dying. <gasps> oh yeah, okay, that's fair. Um, so I'm gonna call that an episode. Yeah, totally fair. Totally, totally reasonable. Um, oh yeah. So, Trucy, where can we find you? Find me at trucy.ca. It's T-R-U-C-Y. Dot C-A. Or um, on my Twitter at Trucy with three U's. Yeah, that's me. And how about you, Maggie? You can find me at Mr. Tree Fingers or Mr. Tree Fingers Art on all social media. So Mr. Tree Fingers on Twitter and then Mr. Tree Fingers Art on Instagram and Tumblr. Hey Wow. I don't know if you want to be a digital <laughs> <laughs> so Oh, also. Yes. Sorry, if you <laughs> if you have any questions or comments or you want to send us any stories you'd like us to talk about, uh, please do so by sending it to hotpodcastmail at gmail.ca. Oh, yeah. We have that. <laughs> we have that. That's right. That's true. All right. Uh, see you later, guys. All right, bye.